What is going on, everybody? It's just Jimmy Leonard here today on another podcast. Um, today we're going to talk about some games, sports, and we'll go from there. <laughs> um, we're going to first start off with a little bit of gaming. Um, back with the PlayStation News. PlayStation News, there is news and more of a more or less update schedule to what we talked about from last week was the PlayStation Stars, the whole reward system that PlayStation started to launch last week. And so I know there was some confusing material that was being tossed around, and I described a little bit of that about exactly how it was working, especially overseas. Well, now it's just to make it, I guess, clear in terms of how it's supposed to work for PlayStation Stars is that like there is ways for you to gain stars and it's there are like four different tiers of playstation stars that will move you through with more purchases and trophy acquisitions so for instance there's a tier one milestone and that's just simply just joining the program and started completing campaigns tier one benefits however you get digital collectibles through completing campaigns one celebration collectible then there's tier two which is just simply just buying one full game from the PlayStation Store and earned one uncommon trophy. Tier 2 benefits from that is level 2 celebration collectible and access to level 1 and I mean all level 1 collectibles. Tier 3 milestones brought two full games from PlayStation Store and earned 32 uncommon trophies. So, and then the three benefits from that is level 3 celebration collectible and a birthday collectible. And then there's your tier four milestones, which is buying four full games from the PlayStation Store and earned 128 uncommon trophies. The benefits from that is celebration collectible, all the level one through three collectibles in the chat priority routing through customer service. The same service I was talking about last week, how if you're up to that tier four status, you can skip the line and basically say screw the people that was waiting patiently who knows an hour or so but you (laughs) if you needed some assistance (laughs) you got that card that says oh yeah i'm important (laughs) or very important than you that's exactly what that (laughs) what that tier four is or at least a benefit of that so in a sense it's more or less you collecting trophies obviously and this is something that playstation has done throughout the years um, it can go as far back as the PlayStation 3 when you actually started to actually care about the trophies. Because you had, you know, you always had your um, unlockables. Not so much really unlockables, but you had, um, well, trophies. <laughs> you had specific trophies that you can earn from the game when you play it. And then, of course, if you one of those completionists, depending on how big the game is, I had done it a couple times for a couple games, and that's only just because some of the games were short. <laughs> Mind you, if the game was long... Whew, it's gonna take a minute but once you do it you have all the different trophies and then you get that big trophy for just basically clearing all the trophies that's just you being a completionist kind of in a sense for the game and that was kind of more or less for you to just kind of do more if the game if the game didn't allow any more um replayability that was your way of replaying the game again by saying if you didn't if you didn't come across those trophies from the first get go you can go back in there and try again. And that's been going on since then. PS3, PS4, and PS5 has been doing it. So, yeah. Because I don't think the PS2, the PS2 and the PS1 ever did because, you know, to each of their own, both of them have online playability, but 
I can't tell you how many times people probably played it online than they did playing it, especially to bring a friend's friend over or bring their system over to a friend's house or just simply a memory card <laughs> back in those days. <laughs> so instead of it just being all internal into the system, you just simply just take a memory card and just put it onto some friends of yours uh, system and then bam, there you go and you just keep it moving. But that's all you really had to do. And that was the only way how I remember just growing up playing it like that was that you went over to a friend's house or they came over to your place and you guys played the game split screen. Some games were better split screen than others. Tony Hawk Pro Skater, for instance, was a pretty well-done split-screen game. <laughs> Others like Call of Duty, ah, yikes. Yeah, no. <laughs> I think we all could agree that we've been probably spoiled in terms of saying, hey, I played on my screen, you played on your screen, that way we get the full screen. <laughs> the full screen experience, because playing it split-screen... I think it was always the horizontal. I think you had an option to do vertical, but I always know for it to be horizontal, and it was just... It's not what you want. <laughs> it's, not, it's not what you want at all. So that was one of the tiers and one of the um, setups for it, allowing you to actually get that type of success for the tiers. Now, some people might take advantage of the PlayStation Stars. They might get as far as to, to that tier 4. Again, they said full games, so I don't know. I'm assuming um, that's just like a, um, yeah, it's just a full game. Because I guess in my mind, I was thinking at the time when it was announced, was like discounted games. Like, well, it's still, it's even though it's discounted, it's still a full game. Because <laughs> you do also have some games in there, especially if it's a um, indie game. It can be very small. They may, they may consider that as a full game. They may not. And a lot of times the games, they would tell you on the PlayStation Store anyway that it's a full game. And not like a um, small attached game, I guess. I mean, they're usually good for telling you what's full and what's add-on and what's a, what, whatever, in a sense, you know. But they said specifically a full game. So, yeah. So, that might be a good incentive for some people, I guess. I mean, I'll give it a shot, you know, me support a PlayStation, but um, I'll give it a shot and see how this goes, too. I mean, like I said before, I mean, like, there's a benefit, I guess, with the customer service. I mean, like I said, I, I never really have any problems trying to go onto customer service like that. You know, it's, it's very rare if I ever have to go on customer service, so I could take advantage of it. I could not, but I also feel like a jerk if I'm, <laughs> if I'm at Tier 4. It's like, hey, I see on your status that you're tier four. That means you can skip the line. Like, dang, when there's like a hundred people that was just waiting in line, I can skip the line. <laughs> I mean, I guess that's cool, but then you just feel like a jerk when you're just skipping the line like that. But hey, you know, I guess that's just a way of saying, hey, step your game up. <laughs> that used to be PlayStation, one of PlayStation's old models from that. Um, there was a commercial, I think it was like Bobby J that would always advertise the games for it. Anyway, <laughs> side tangent. Um, but on to the gaming side, too, still. There was an announcement this week. It kind of, I guess, was a Nintendo Direct, even though we had one a couple weeks ago. But it was a more or less of a Nintendo Direct for um, Super Mario Bros., the movie. And this is a movie that we all have heard about from some time now. Um, like the guy said, think about it, it was built in for about seven years, at least. So that's a long time. But we heard about it rumors back then, and we just never had any footage, any screenshots. All we knew about was just the voice actors and who they were playing as 
for which character, right? You have Jack Black playing as Bowser, Kevin Michael Richardson, one of my favorite voice actors. Uh, look like he's playing as the, um, what's it, Kamek? The, the wizard dude uh, with the wand, the Cooper wizard. Um, yeah, Chris Pratt playing as Mario so far. Uh, Keenan Michael Keel, uh, he, um, he's playing as Toad. <laughs> I mean, I mean, it'd still be exciting to voice a Mario game, but it's just, I'm a Mario movie, but it's like, dang. <laughs> it's like, ooh, I wonder if I could be Mario or Luigi. No, I'm just Toad. And I was like, all right, I guess. <laughs> so, but they happened to show off a trailer. Because uh, Miyamoto happened to just basically, in a sense, happen to talk to us about it, as well as talk with the people behind the movie with Illumination. That worked on the same the same company that worked on Despicable Me and um, The Secret Life of Pets, that that company. So, which is pretty cool. I mean, I don't know what other company would have done it other than maybe DreamWorks. Um, could I have said Disney? Eh, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. But yeah. But from the animation style of it, though, it looks great. I mean, like the guy said too. I mean, you have people behind the works on on this film who are on my fans of the game, and that makes a huge difference with that. When you have people who are really fans of the series or a certain genre, and it's becoming a movie, especially nowadays that we've been seeing a lot of movies um, being games now, right? Games are becoming a movie now, and when you see that love and passion from that, from the people that's working on it, you'll see a difference. Now, of course, <laughs> as we all try to wonder about the Sonic the Hedgehog movie when it first came out, meaning when it first was shown to us in the trailer and how Sonic had that horrendous look <laughs> to him, because I'm telling you right now, are you telling me right now you had nobody in that team who knew about Sonic, who, I mean, playing it, maybe sure, I guess, I don't know, some people may have never played it, to this day i have no idea that's on there right but you gotta have you, you could have at least have thought you did your homework <laughs> like okay guess what guys we're working on a project today with sonic the hedgehog cool that's it <laughs> you would think you would do your own homework and look around and see and this is just my unbiased opinion even though i'm a fan of the series to this day um but I mean, that's just something you would have done. If you didn't know about the series or what that character is, you would have looked it up and said, Ooh, okay, now I got an idea, you know, as especially if you're the designer and the, God forbid, if you're the lead designer, because clearly the lead designer <laughs> dropped the ball. I mean, this movie, that movie was made through Paramount, but still, you had to at least have somebody in that corner that could have known about the game character, right? Well, clearly, I guess, eventually, <laughs> after all the backlash of people getting on them about that design, I guess somebody, or at least they did their homework afterwards, or in this case, what? It's one of those things, boy, back in school where you, I think, if your teachers allowed you to get points back, you would, like, fix a math problem. Like, I remember in math class, you would be given, um, like, if you um, got back a test, right, for instance, and your teacher was gracious enough to actually say hey you can get half a point back if you fix the comment of mistakes so you basically would list the problem that the problem the number problem that you had to work on you list the you work out the entire workout as what it's supposed to be and then you tell why did you make that mistake and i ain't gonna lie <laughs> some of the problems could just be as 
as like um, I forgot a minus sign in front. <laughs> I forgot to add it. <laughs> I skipped. I skipped the step. <laughs> Why I got it wrong? I skipped the step. It was probably the most generic responses that you would ever put on a paper. But your teachers sometimes, depending on that uh, teacher, would allow it. So I was like, yes. <laughs> so that's exactly what they did. Because I'm looking like, how'd y'all drop the ball on that? But anyway, going back to it. Um, but it makes a, it makes a difference when you have a team that know what they're doing and also are very familiar with the series and they're passionate about the series. So I can see a lot of that in this movie. I can see a lot of that in this movie. And I think they were saying they were just pretty much finishing up the animation and then I guess they're doing some other minor touches to it. Either which way, the movie, I think if I remember correctly, is slated to come out on April 7th. Obviously next year. <laughs> Definitely not this year, but... Um, so we should be able to see a little bit more trailers going through it. I mean, Jack Black, I almost didn't recognize his voice playing as Bowser for a little bit until he started speaking a little bit more towards the end of his scene. And I was like, okay, yeah, I hear Jack Black. I hear Jack Black. Yeah. And then, of course, Chris Pratt, well, that's not hard. <laughs> it's not that hard to, to distinguish that. Oh, yeah, that's Chris Pratt. Almost, like I said, I, when uh, Kamek, the wizard Koopa, I had forgotten, I guess that's Kevin Michael Richardson who's voicing him. I was like, what? I had to go back and rewatch that video after I saw it. I was like, he did? <laughs> you know, so I was like, oh, that's amazing. That's so cool. So, um, but yeah, so I'm, I'm excited to see what that movie's going to be like, too. Um, you know, it's, and especially with Mario, in a sense, I mean, it's, you was always questioning that. I know there was a little bit of some stuff saying, you know, should have got an Italian to voice Mario. I mean, there's a lot of, and I and I understand the viewpoint for that too as well. You want to make it as authentic as possible, but that's up to the voice director and the casting. That's uh, that's that's their whole that's their whole agenda, I guess. So maybe it might work for them. So, but no, it's very interesting. Very very interesting I'm, I'm excited for that and it's actually you know and i also mentioned another another game right you know how much i talked about cyberpunk how much i love that game right even though i never played it yet but i just hate the backlash that that was not so much hate the backlash that was given to them but i hate what they did and that backlash they did deserve <laughs> for what they did because especially for the team that worked on that game you know we talked about this before how the game was rushed and all that stuff like that well, they had a series. They still have a series. So far as I've known, there's only just one season with 10 episodes, but it's a season of Cyberpunk, um, Edge Runner on Netflix. And I'm gonna have to say, it's a very good series. <laughs> it's a very good series. I love it. Um, I love it. I mean, a lot of my friends were trying to get me and say, James, James, did you, did you try to get on a watching Cyberpunk? I was like, I don't know, I'm still, I mean, it's been a while, obviously, since that news broke out about the game, but still, I'm like, I don't know if I want to touch that game. Again, Sony doesn't want to even put that on its on its PlayStation Store. You know that's pretty bad. I don't think I've ever seen a game who was once on the server get taken down because of just how bad that game was. And, and not to mention, also, the fact that people was getting refunds back. You couldn't blame PlayStation for that. <laughs> because it's like, oh, dang, well... People get because keep in mind, this is money. It's like the revenue is all split. You know, you give it to the developers, but you also give it to PlayStation because they're the ones that's actually distributing this game for us to purchase, right? 
So they got to be some kind of equal share, and they're not, they're not getting any money from that. <laughs> so of course they have to yank that out. I can't blame them from that. From a business standpoint, are you kidding? Absolutely not. <laughs> Every time, imagine you just sit in the office and you just keep on getting notifications. Hey, so and so got the refund back. So and so asked for a refund back. This person, this person, this person. Like there's about like over a hundred people asking for refunds, and what you thought you were getting some money is just coming out, coming out. So, yeah. So they fix it. They prob they probably may decide to put it back on there. Maybe, but any which way. Um, but the series is interesting. It's, it's very very good indeed. Um, I hope if anybody has who has not seen Cyberpunk Edge Runner on Netflix, do check that check that anime out. It's very good. Like where it's going with story wise too as well. It's very, and especially with Cyberpunk too, especially with its animation style and the colorfulness of the game, because it's very bright. It's kind of like neon lights. It's kind of like this game could definitely fit in Miami, <laughs> just because of all the neon lights and stuff like that. It kind of gives you that little bit of a eccentric look to it. Um, but definitely give that a shot. Definitely give that a shot. If you're like me, who still had that cloud over my brain with Cyberpunk the way how it did, because again, I w I wanted this game so bad. I thought this game would be game of the year. <laughs> but no, it was in the Hall of Shame. So it's just bad. Said, it, oh, it works on the PS5 and PC. That's great, but it doesn't work for the game system that it was supposed to work on. You had to play it on the next and a better processor program to do it <laughs> to play it correctly that's that's bad because it kind of also reminds me of another game series which was sonic boom and rise of lyric was on the wii u and and on the 3ds as well which was shattered crystal rise of lyric was so bad on the wii u but they had a cartoon that was on cartoon network and that series itself was great it was great it was well done. So it's it's, it's so weird, <laughs> the pattern from that. It's like, okay, the game was done badly, rushed, executed poorly, but yet when you had it on as a TV show, it somehow works out for the better. Yeah, who knows? Who knows? Who knows? Not saying that should be an element that should be, <laughs> that should be continued, but you know, it's just kind of find it very fascinating that that's a pattern that's been going on for some time now. So, but in any case, dude, de definitely check out Cyberpunk Edge Runner. Really do check check them out. See what's going on with that. And yeah, but other than that, that's all I got right now for gaming section. Up next, we're gonna talk about the sports and um, yeah, yeah. You guys probably know where I'm getting at with the a certain sport with a certain team. But there might be some high hopes for this certain team in this certain sport. But we'll get to that after this. And welcome back. Now we're on to the next topic, which is sports. So I'm just going to jump right into it. I'm going to, you know, you know, clear all the space out here for a little bit. You know where I'm going to get up with this. It's a certain team, and that will be that, you know, I've been rooting for throughout the season, more or less regular season, and, you know, we were doing great, you know? We started off great, you know, we're pitching great, hitting great, fielding, you know, had its moments, but it was great, nonetheless, you know? First place, just 
majority of the entire season. You know what I'm saying? It's great. It's all right. You know. Um, it's about my Mets <clears throat> and all my Mets fans out there, uh, Mets loyals, and the people who have been hearing me about my Mets about almost every single week. Well, they metsed it. <laughs> they metsed it. I can't tell you how many people that are Braves fans. I can't tell you how many people who are Yankees fans, especially Yankees fans in general, who had probably messaged me, who was probably saw me in probably in the middle of the street because I happened to wear a Mets hat <laughs> and bring up, you know, it's like, oh, like literally, I kid you not, like I went to a, a carnival and a son was selling, a dad was selling his son's like, Hey, look, son, look, he's wearing a Mets hat. That's the bad team. <laughs> I'm like, nah. I told him, I was like, nah, but we're number one, though. We're number one. Whew. Boy. I played myself. If you ever listen to, if depending on where you're at, located-wise, if you listen to Hot 97 with Ebro in the morning, yeah. They have a segment called Congratulations, You Plays Yourself. Well, I surely played myself right now. For right now. For right now. Because the Mets messed it. Over the weekend last week, they were supposed to be, you know, which they did. As we talked about it beforehand, they were supposed to go against the Braves. And I already talked about all the different type of ways that they could actually possibly clinch the division. And they failed. So, they failed so bad that they got swept. They got swept by the Braves. Yeah. Um, I don't know what happened. Um, I told my co-worker about this. I told this to a lot of other people that I know of. That are Mets fans. I do not understand why the Mets, especially this year. I mean, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta give props first and foremost to a great regular season. They had a hundred wins, right? That's tough, right there, right? Sure, it ain't like what the Dodgers did. Cause I don't know, the Dodgers are on like another planet. <laughs> to be honest with you, I'm looking like that's ridiculous. But you know, um, you know, we had a great regular season. You know, well, I, I can't say nothing more than that. You know, we did great. But this is the postseason. And anybody who watches MLB, it's the postseason. All this stuff for the regular season, it's over. So the, the, the Braves clinching the division, that's great. Applause. That's great. Thank you, job. Y'all finally somehow, you know, turn on the gas a little bit towards the end. I don't know. I guess they try to psych us out, I guess. They try to have us have our moment. And then, you know, came in for the kill, uh, apparently. But, you know, again, it's, it don't, don't matter anymore. It's the postseason. This goes for the Yankees fans as well. This is the postseason. So, it, everybody starts at zero. Zero. Wins or losses, zero, zero. Granted, I know we're in the wild card right now. And we go against the Dodgers, uh, not Dodgers, excuse me. The Padres tonight at 8 o'clock. And it's all throughout this weekend here with the wild card. Of course, it's best of three. So if we get two out of three back to back, hey, that'd be nice. You know what I'm saying? And plus, <laughs> it's home turf, baby. It's home turf. So I ain't worried about the uh, the Mets getting out of there and being the Padres. I'm not worried. We still got one of the best pitching staff, better even than the Yankees itself. No shade, but it's just facts. It's, it's totally facts. I don't know. I've seen the Yankees games. They were kind of sketch. <clears throat> Even the times when I was seeing Aaron Judge trying to beat, which congratulations to him again, that he got 62 home runs. Um, but they were kind of sketch with some of their pitching. 
It's kind of weird. It's kind of weird. But hey, you know, the Mets, this is just a little bump in the road, but it ain't going to stop us, right? And to all the Yankees fans out there trying to get on us like that, don't play yourselves. Don't play yourselves. I'm just saying like right now, don't play yourselves. Don't play yourselves. Y'all y'all getting on us? Y'all y'all bashing us? Hold on. Y'all y'all got to get through the same stuff as us. Don't don't try to hate us now. Don't try to hate us now. Because it could backfire on y'all in a quick second. <laughs> it could backfire so fast and I'll be laughing. But um yeah. So for right now for the Mets, we're we had to do the wild card right now. And then eventually once we get through there, then we we will go from there. And then that's you know, well right now it technically starts the postseason, but then we really get into the whole, you know, actual postseason too. Um, which because right now they're playing the Mariners and the Blue Jays, which the uh, Mariners are kind of beating the Blue Jays right now. And the Blue Jays are at home right now. And that's the seventh inning. So so I believe in my Mets. No shame, no shame. I give them, I give the Braves props. They they came in a little bit. I mean, I would hope so. Maybe try to make it a little tougher because they are defending champs. So I would hope, possibly. I mean, they were sweating bullets, but hey, it's okay. It's okay. No shade. No shade. No shade. No shade at all. But best be prepared. The Mets are coming back with vengeance, though. Best believe. And we ready. We ready for all thy smoke. Y'all see us. But for the Mets, they just got to do their thing and stay playing their game. That's all. You know, that's all they got to do. All they got to do. Nothing extra, nothing, nothing drastic. And by all means, please, no stupid mistakes. I guess said about the fielding was up and down. I've seen some stuff <laughs> where they were trying to do like a pickle, for instance, and they messed up the ball from there. The fielding was bad. It may have overthrew the ball. I was like, bruh, what are we doing? And and mind you, they had enough time to do it. And even at times when they're actually running the bases and then they get picked off. Oh, God. Like Tim Kershaw always says, and I agree with him. That's That's the stuff that you see in Little League. When like you you would think at that time in major league you would be known how to base run at that point, read that ball, cause I'm like, bro, <laughs> that's, that's terrible. That's something that you do with the pee wee league. You don't do that mess up in the. I mean, you get picked off, sure, but the, in the worst way possible. Come on now, <laughs> like you know how to run a base, man. All I know now is like, oh man, as long as I hit a home run, it's easy streak because I just get to jog around the bases. Nah, but once they get on one base, they start, you know, being scared. It's like, okay, make sure I can read the signs and make sure I can base run correctly, you know. But yeah, but yeah, but enough about baseball right now. We're going to turn over a little bit to the NFL schedule. As for the NFL that's happening this week. <laughs> Um, so right now, you know, yesterday was the Colts and the Broncos. Whew, that was rough. I didn't think the Broncos was going to lose to the Colts like that. Ah, so it was, it was a rough little game there. And especially it was in overtime. I was like, bro, that's rough. Can't forget about the Rams and the 49ers. That game was a little rough too. And especially on the Rams side, because I was thinking the Rams was going to beat the 49ers. 
And thus, yes, I know the 49ers were at home, but still, it's the 49ers. And Jimmy G and that team? I mean, give props, though, to Debo Samuel, though. That man came clutch that entire game. Debo Samuel came in clutch. I don't know what Matthew Stanford and all of them was at, though. That gave him 9-24. It was rough. So, for anybody who probably bet on that game, they probably lost some good change on that one. But anyway, for this weekend... We got the Giants and the Packers. And this game is actually going to be at 9.30 in the morning because this is going to be a game over in London. So, um, you know, my, my Giants are doing all right. You know what I'm saying? For 3-1, and one, you know, <laughs> slight work. <laughs> you know, slight work, slight work. And, you know, to knock on wood here, you know, uh, I believe that they're going to beat the Packers. I mean, to be fair, neither one of them is playing at home. They're playing in London. <laughs> so... You know, it may have the Packers decorations over it, I guess, but it ain't like they playing at home. Yeah, they're not playing at Cheesehead Central over there, they're not. So, I'm thinking my Giants ruffle up thy feathers with the Packers, who are still trying to figure themselves out a little bit, because they are. So, we see y'all at 9.30 sharp on Sunday. My Giants coming in for the business. I'm proud of them so far, right? I know it's early. I know it's early for all your party poopers. But hey, we're doing just great right now. I still think we got cheated off of the Cowboys game. Anyway, the Lions and the Patriots. Uh, I still think the Patriots. Um, the Lions are still struggling, too. Uh, they have been for the past years right now. So I know Matt Patricia would be happy to go see the Lions again. So, yeah, that's going to be interesting. Um, then you got the Browns and the Chargers. Uh, I'm going to give that one to the Chargers instead of the Browns. I know the Browns are home at this game, but I'm going to give that one to the Chargers for right now. See what they can do with that. Uh, the Texans and Jaguars, you know, surprisingly the Jaguars ain't doing too bad right now. I'm going to give that one to the Jaguars, though. We'll see. The Falcons and the Bucks. I'll probably give it a Tom in the Bucks right now. Um, get that to try to get that win. Um, I know they went against the Chiefs last weekend and that was rough, but you know hopefully they can bounce off from that and get that dub. Steelers and the Bills. As much as I would root for Mike Tomlin, um, I think the Bills after what happened last week, you know I, I think they can you know keep that train rolling. You know, because the Steelers, I know they're trying to get another win themselves. So, I'm going to give that one to the Beals. Dolphins and Jets. Um, I think Tua might still be out. Yeah, I think he's missing this game this Sunday. At, rightfully so, after them haphazardly putting him in that game last week. And then he got that injury problem. Which I also happen to fire the person who allowed. Say, hey, yeah, you're good to go. I'm like, why Why would y'all do that? Your franchise quarterback trying to put, him, put his health on the line for that. Because y'all want to keep the train moving like bruh no so yeah um i don't know the jets they got a win last week i don't know um it's kind of hard it's a little bit of a toss-up i mean i know they got bridgewater over there for the dolphins but i don't know we'll see zach wilson's back in town yeah, i don't know that might be a toss-up should i get that one to the jets should I? Should I? Hmm. 
Should I give that one to the Jets? You know what? I'll toss it up. I, I'll give it to the Jets. We'll see. I want to see an interesting game with that. We'll see. We'll see what happens with that one. Then you got the Bears and the Vikings. I give that one to the Bears. Titans and the Commanders. <laughs> to me, the Commandos. Hey, I'm giving that one to the Titans. The Titans. Yeah, the, the Commanders. I don't know what they're doing. And I know they're in our division. So, they're last place. And they're going to be there for a while. Seahawks and the Saints. Uh, Seahawks. 49ers and Panthers. After how they played Monday. I might have to give that one to the 49ers. Maybe. Give that one to them. Cow, the Eagles and the Cardinals. The Battle of the Birds. Um, I would say Eagles. Cardinals have been up and down. So... Eagles have obviously been solid. Obviously, they have a perfect record right now. So with Jalen Hurts up there doing his thing, uh, I'll give that. I'll give that to the Eagles. You know, they kind of are technically like my second team. I would cheer for. And yes, I know we're in the same division, but you know, if the Giants don't show up, I'll give it to the Eagles. You know, fly Eagles, fly. You know what I'm saying? I'll, I'll, I'll low key root for them, low key. But it'll always be the Giants first. But if the Giants ain't there, you know. Then it's the Eagles afterwards. So. As for the Cowboys and the Rams. Rams. Can't stand the Cowboys. Um, but hopefully they can kind of recover after that L that they took against the 49ers. So we'll see. Bengals and the Ravens. As that being an NBC game. Um, ooh. I'm going to say the Bengals. I think Joe Burrow might get may rubbled up in the feathers from the Ravens a little bit. Um, then you got the Raiders and the Chiefs. That's the Chiefs. Plain and simple. All right. And that is all I got right now. Also, too, we're not that far away from the NBA season starting up pretty soon. So we'll see how some of these players act. We'll see, especially take a close eye in terms of what Ben Simmons is going to do on that court with the Nets, seeing how that trio is going to happen for that. And then you looking, I'm looking at Cleveland because I haven't watched one of their preseason games and that was going against the 76ers. I'm looking at Cleveland? Bruh, that Cleveland team, I mean, Donovan Mitchell knew probably what he was doing. I mean, I'm not saying probably, no. Because, I mean, with Utah, they've been consecutively inside the playoffs like that, but they never get any further close to, like, the Western Conference Finals like that. So, with him on that on that team, with that young squad, and of course you have Kevin Love still that's there, and then you have Rondo. I'm intrigued by that team. Kind of might be careful. People saying, "Well, LeBron should go back over there." I'm like, no, 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 no. That'd be detrimental to that team. No way, sir. Stay with the Lakers. Work with what you got. You know, handle that. Handle that crowd over there. See what this younger team's gonna do. See what this young team is going to do. It's going to be a very interesting season. Of course, it's going to be a very interesting season between the Warriors because I know Jordan Poole and Draymond kind of had like a sort of scuffle from what I've been reading. And I'm looking like, bruh, it's not what you want. <laughs> not from that team, not from those players. And y'all the defending champs. Y'all shouldn't be doing none of that stuff. So, I don't know. Um, We'll see. We'll see. We'll see on that spectrum. We'll see on that spectrum. Yep. We'll see on that spectrum as well. So, yep, 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 yep. We'll see. It's very interesting. 
And uh, a little little small little tidbit to close out the uh, podcast a little bit. Now we're going to talk a little bit about some music here, but how about to watch them? Oh, not MTV Awards, excuse me. The BET Awards, Hip Hop Awards on uh, Tuesday. It was great seeing like Rhapsody. Because, um, you know, if anybody who grew up like I did, if not older before I am, grew up on Rhapsody, and especially Rhapsody in the basement, um, you know, because Big Tigs. He was hosting it, especially during the time I was watching it, at least. Yeah, I just remember him hosting it like that. So, um, you know, it was cool seeing that back up again. I know he's been doing it for a couple of years. I really want them to bring that back as a show. I mean, if you bring in Yo! MTV Raps back up on Paramount Plus, where's Rhapsody at? Come on now. Seeing the OGs like Havoc up there rapping, seeing Rhapsody up there dropping bars it's kind of funny like he was putting world on warp play on it yeah rap city on rap city <laughs> you know she, she's dope but you had a lot of them up there rapping then you had the BET awards that came up there as well there were some cool awards trina got i am hip-hop award you know she's been in the game for a minute <laughs> doing the whole thing down there for the for the south side down in florida you know what i'm saying i'm um, seeing um big bro out there with push a t and then brought out malice i was looking like bro they did the whole clips thing i mean you had diet coke up there and then they came out they were grinding afterwards i was like bro <laughs> that was a surprise up there i was like yo that's dope <laughs> it's crazy because again if you saw something in the water he brought them out there and it's like yo then he brought them out there on stage <sighs> yeah hopefully hopefully you know like we said in the near future if everything is done like it's supposed to hopefully that festival can come back down here you know obviously i know reasons why you know and i stand by pharrell and his decision on that too but you all we all know as virginians how dope that would have been to see them to reunite on stage in this area God. <laughs> but i was happy to see him get up there as well fat joe did his thing up there hosting you know what i'm saying um you know, especially doing his little segment there with Drink Champs <laughs> with Nori. Which, shout out to him, he got that award too. And then the whole cool platform thing. So as well. Um, yeah. Yeah, shout out to them. I mean, the Cyphers were pretty interesting. They're pretty cool. Um, there was, that was pretty cool as well. Um, oh, and then Loud Records. <sighs> it kind of almost made me forgot too. Because I remember looking it up some many years back. But just how many people I had to relook at it again <laughs> after that performance. It was so interesting seeing how many people was on Loud Records on that company at that time when it was founded back in 1991, right? Yeah, Wu Tang up there, Three Six Mafia up there, Mob Deep, MOP up there, Desprez. You know what I'm saying? You had all of them up there. You had Little Flip, David Banner up there. I'm like, bruh. Pete Rock? <laughs> you had a lot of people in that company at that time frame. And I guess I just never painted because I guess I don't I don't know what record company they would have been in. I don't know. It's it's weird. I mean obviously they weren't with Bad Boy. <laughs> I mean let's keep it real. A lot of times you know what a person's with Bad Boy if you see Diddy on the music video. <laughs> you know how many times it was with music videos with Biggie, Craig Mack, with Total, Carl Thomas at times, with Mario Lyons. Am I missing anybody? Uh, Mary J. Blige at the time when she was up there with them, uh, with Joe C too. You know, almost any time that any, any person that's with Bad Boy usually a lot of times was up there. Even even uh, Bad Boy's the band 
when if you if you guys remember that show back on MTV, uh, making the band, pff, he was up there, I would think. <laughs> you know, so he was he was everywhere. So, um, but yeah, yeah. So it, it made sense. But it, it was cool seeing that whole entire catalog from them from that. And I'm like, that's that's dope. Oh yeah, and Fat Joe and uh, Remy Ma, of course, they were up there as well. So they were up there on that company. So it was pretty cool seeing that. It was really cool indeed. Um, and then of course they had DJ Cassidy had his um, past the mic, which was also cool seeing up there. Seeing one of my favorites like Buster Rhymes up there, yeah, Method Man and Red Man up there, also my favorites. Had Rayquan up there rapping up there. It was dope. Yeah, Jada Kiss, my favorite with Styles P too. The whole locks and Switz beats. I was like, yes sir, <laughs> yes sir. Yeah, a lot of them up there. Um, Havoc. Um, you know, there's there were so many rappers up there that they had, and I was like, dude, this is so dope. This is so dope. So, um, yeah, it was it was a good night. It was a good night. I know I lost some sleep, but but it was worth it. Had to do it for hip hop. You know what I'm saying? I had to do it for hip hop. So. But that was it for the podcast. Thank you guys for listening, as always. Um, you guys have yourself a safe time. Um, I'll probably hear you guys again from a couple weeks. I'm going to be away from the mic for a little bit uh, that next week. But the following week, I'll come back with even more content. Maybe. <laughs> but I will talk to you guys next time, all right? Later.